0: Welcome to a Satisfied Mind podcast. I'm your host, Mikey Ellison. Welcome to this, this conversation. Um, for those of you who are new to the podcast, a Satisfied Mind is a place where we have conversations. We talk about what it means to be human and 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 how we might learn from our experience, from each other each other's experience, and and perhaps create a more more kind, compassionate, um, more generous. More inclusive world for, for for everyone, and so with that uh, in mind, I'm going to share a little bit of, about a process that I've been going through the last year, and uh, it's a topic that I've wanted to talk about for quite some time, and haven't really quite felt um, the right time to do that. But you know, why not now? I think now's a good time as any. Now's probably the best time for everything. Uh, and, and in terms of how to describe this or define this decoupling is a word that is sort of interesting um, for me and um, it's something that I've um, that I've been exploring I'll talk a little bit about I'll share a definition in a moment talk a bit more about what it is that I mean when I talk about decoupling uh, but to provide a little bit of context um, there's a quote that reminds me of this of this process and and the quote I, I looked at I tried to find where it originally came from. It's attributed a lot um, online to Brianna Wise, Brianna Wise, W-I-E-S. And the quote is, uh, your new life is going to cost you your old one. And this is really interesting because it relates to this concept of decoupling. And particularly when it comes to costing you your old one, It's decoupling is a surrender. It is, it is a letting go. Uh, of your old life now i'm not talking about your entire life but there are aspects to it which i think are, um, are essential so let me just let me just talk a little bit about this um in terms of where uh, where my experience and understanding of this came from uh i i read about this uh it was actually in a newsletter from esther perel um where she talked about friends of hers who were going through a process of decoupling from their identities, and I read that phrase decoupling from their identities and I read this like i 'm like shit this is this is what feels like is happening to me this is and this is what 's happening to everyone um, and I had the words to put to the experience I was having, and i 've been thinking about decoupling ever since. Having some time and space to reflect and develop greater awareness of the big picture and what's happening has really helped me. And so I wanted to explore that a bit in this conversation. In case you might be experiencing um, the challenge or some challenges associated, some resistance, let's be honest, some frustration and difficulties associated with letting go or decoupling. So in this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about what it means and why we would do it and what what we're decoupling and what we're detaching from and what that process might entail and as always i'll share my experience a note on that uh, this podcast and the news newsletter i write each week is informed by both research and direct experience integrity in what i talk about is really important to me and if you're going to trust me or at least listen to me and my perspective on these topics it's important that I have not only a theoretical understanding of what I'm talking about, but some lived experience, and so I share that experience, and I hope that you might learn something from mine, and and, and reflect on your own experience, as I believe it is our experience that is our greatest teacher, and uh, as much as we might, you know, read and learn from others, uh, it's in upon reflecting uh, on our own experience where I think we can really um, gain the most insight to to ourselves. And so let's look at decoupling and what it means. Um, by definition, according to the uh, to the Internet Dictionary, <laughs> it's a verb, um, to separate, disengage or dissociate something from something else. Now, this reminds me of train carriages, you know, when you've got train carriages that are literally coupled, um, at, you know, at, at each end. To decouple is to let go, to separate, to free one from the other and to move, you know, to allow the lead carriage to move on without dragging what's behind it with it. And I think the process of decoupling is synonymous with letting go. However, I feel like decoupling entails a bit more awareness and understanding and intention uh, with regards to the process. Letting go isn't the entire process but letting go is part of the decoupling process and i feel like decoupling is a lot more of a conscious uh, choice so so why would we do this i think there's there's a couple of reasons and i think the reason we do most things that are you know that require big shifts is either inspiration or desperation and last year uh, 2020 and this year 2021 so many of us are being forced um, by circumstance to let go, whether that's through having lost a job um, or an industry in which you're you're working has collapsed or the economy's taken a turn and you've you've taken a hit. Um, There's sometimes circumstances will um, necessitate a, a letting go and a decoupling for us. At other times... Uh, We're, we're inspired and we want to, to, to grow, to evolve and to experience something new, to create space for something new. And that's when I, um, that's when it becomes a choice. And so what are we actually decoupling from? I'm talking a lot about, and I will kind of, you talk a lot about identity here decoupling from our identity, but it's more than that. Our identity is the sum of so many parts, and it's not singular or finite. It is so much more complex and nuanced and multifaceted than a singular identity. I don't think we have an identity. Um, Our identity is fluid. It's constantly being influenced and defined uh, by factors such as what we believe, our gender, our social status, our age, what we do our work, our relationships, our partner, our lack of a partner, our friends, our material possessions. Our identity is influenced by our associations with groups and our community, the places we spend time in, our homes. These are all factors that contribute to our identity. So what would it be to decouple from any one of these? I think we can do it well, but typically we don't because we don't understand the process, really. I was never really taught the process. And so it's messy. I'm not saying it's meant to be easy, but I do believe that having some understanding of what's happening uh, and what to expect can help. So I'll share a little bit about what, you know, what that's been for me. Uh, for me, in my process, I've identified a few stages um, uh, of, of, of the process. Um, but before, we, before I run through those stages, let me just share a little bit about um, what it is that I've decoupled from over the last 12 months. Here's a few things. It was this time uh, in March, 2020. Actually, but even before that, it was first I let go of a job. Um, it was a, it was an awesome job. It was a, such a rewarding job that I was that I was loving. It was January 2020, and I thought, no, there's got to be something more. And I knew that there was something more. I knew that I had to let go of that thing that was provided so much safety, security, um, and, and and satisfaction and reward, and really, you know, it was. Um, it was, it was great for me in so many ways, but I, I, I wanted to see what I was without that job. And so I quit in January, 2020 to go on a bit of an adventure into the unknown little without any real understanding. Well, of course, nobody knew what was really going to happen for the rest of the year, but that was the first thing I let go on, uh, let go of. There was another job that I left in, um, in March of 2020. There were key friendships that I decoupled from, um, there was my home. I, I, I left my home and my identity that was associated with my home and my lifestyle in Melbourne, my material possessions. I sold an apartment. I sold a, or gave away all of the things that were in my home. I packed up a few and kept them, but a lot more I let go of. Uh, I decoupled from my lifestyle, the ritu- rituals and routines that are associated with that. My home country. Uh, Australia, and the relative safety and security and familiarity it provided, I decoupled from as I left and moved to the US, I let go of income and earning money, and I let go of, you know, a job, a job title, and the, all the connections that come from working with others, I let go of so much, and 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 to be honest, I had no idea of what the fallout of that would be, it felt really liberating to let go at the time, but I didn't realise how much my identity was um, uh, defined by those things and, and and how much I would struggle in the subsequent months following the you know that letting go and so let me just talk a little bit about what that process was um, The first thing you know I, I started with was having a vision for the future i mean it's 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 not always possible if you're forced to have to let go of something, but I do believe that if that we need to become you know, aware of the present and be in the present, but also looking to the future. And I thought about this this morning as I was surfing, um, as I was thinking about what I might say in this podcast. I was out for a surf this morning and the waves were pretty big and the tide was out and they're dumping sort of waves and I was getting hammered, let's be honest. And I realized what it is that I was doing. As I was paddling, I was looking at my board and I was looking where my feet were going. Uh, I was looking at where, you know, directly in front of me where I was um, and that's just, a you know, rule number one in surfing is look where you want to go, not where you are. And so the next couple of ways I looked up to where I was going, I just trusted that my feet knew where I needed to be and my board was where it needed to be and I looked where I wanted to go and that made all the difference. But it was a really great um, reminder for me to look where it is that I'm going I want to go as opposed to exclusively focus on where it is that um, I am now. So that was the first thing for me is having a vision for you know where I'm going the next thing it, it was really important to identify what needed to be let go of what is that which no longer aligns to my future vision and 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 then acknowledging the resistance of letting that go and what and why uh, am i reluctant resistant to to let it go what's the fear and working through the fear on the other side or at least part of that process is embracing the unknown and and the not knowing and the not having and the not being associated with all of those identity markers. And a, a step that comes, you know, next uh, I, I believe is one that we typically overlook and that is grieving, the loss of that which we're decoupling from or letting go of. And I don't think that we are really... I haven't spent as much time really understanding the grieving process and allowing myself to to do that. Certainly, spent a lot of time being angry and frustrated, um, and in denial. But you know, understanding the, the grief process is really important. So grieving the loss of that which you've let go of, or you've had to let go of, that you you know you're decoupling from is is really important. And then, you know, we might start to integrate the new. You know, and I don't believe that we can let go completely. There's always an energetic connection, but it doesn't have to continue to influence what we do in the way in which it used to when we become aware of it. We can let it go and we can untether from it. But this next stage is, you know, is an integration. Um, but there's there's this bit in the middle, which I think is... Um, is the hardest part. And that's what I want to talk about. That's, you know, I guess that's where I'm at. Um, I, I don't think that decoupling is a linear process with a start and a finish. Um, but it does help to understand you know the process. And what I don't think I was quite prepared for is the messy in the middle bit, uh, the unknown bit, the swimming around, you know, and the swimming is a perfect analogy for this. Um, for me now, I'm deep in the uh, embracing the unknown. Um, I'm resistant to it. I'm not gonna lie, um, you know and, and I'm acknowledging the resistance. Um, the truth is I want to create a new way of life, one more aligned to my values, uh, and that's a process with no clearly defined steps or end goal, um, but the truth is that we just cannot bypass the difficult parts, the unknown parts and i and I visualize visualize this you know like like crossing a river as a analogy or as a metaphor you know you're standing on one side of the river bank you want to go to the other side uh, and there's no bridge you have to swim everything you want is on the other side the water is swirling uh, and you know you've got to get in and you tentatively dip your toes in and slip into the water you know knowing that just to let go and swim um, is is what is necessary what's required but you're still kind of holding on to a branch you know as the water begins to pull you, wanting and needing to let go, but afraid of what will happen because we just don't know what will happen. We, you know, we don't trust the water or the flow and there's rocks there. And, you know, there's, there's branches, there's snags, and we don't know where it's going to take us. What we're, you know, what we're reluctant to let go of this metaphorical branch it is our attachment to other people to patterns of behavior, to old identities, and this is amplified especially in the face of the reality of the unknown and letting go. This is decoupling the process, and you know we've spent our entire lives hanging on to this branch or standing on one side of the bank um, or clinging to the bank, and so of course it's going to feel like a, a you know a, a death to to let go. And uh, oh, let me stop that music. Um, it feels like a death to 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 let go and um you know it, it's 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 a death of an aspect of the ego at least it's a death of a dysfunctional relationship perhaps or or the or letting go of a job or or letting go of being defined by circumstances. but it's not the death of you in fact it's you know, it's a decoupling it's a jettisoning. Of that which you no longer lead is you let go and flow and be guided to the other side of that bank. Sure, there's some choppy waters to navigate, um, but regardless of what happens, we learn to swim. We learn to let go. We learn to flow. The water level is rising, literally, you know, and, and this is what I think we're being called to do. Rather than hang on, we must learn to surrender and swim, and as we do, we rise with the water. There's a saying: um, "A rising tide lifts all boats." And I think this relates to the economy. But I'm not talking about the economy. I'm talking, uh, but you know, this 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 saying works. It, it the rising tide, the, the the tide that is rising, it, that's requiring for us to let go. It doesn't lift the boat that is anchored to the bottom. It lifts it as far as that anchor rope goes, and unless that rope is untethered that boat becomes swamped it sinks under the rising tide while all that all that all the other boats that let go will go with the tide and it feels and it feels traumatic if you've ever stood on a diving platform looking down or at the edge of a river or in the ocean the it's the anticipation and the fear that is terrifying not the experience of letting go it's not the flow that's terrifying looking back we know this but as we're letting go it feels terrifying We can learn from past experiences. We've done this before and we can draw upon this wisdom of experience and I think that's also important to to remember when you're shooting yourself. (laughs) So why would we even do this? Uh, Because I think we need to. I think we're being called to. I think collectively um, we must. I was watching One Planet last night narrated by david attenborough and the fact is we are destroying each other and the planet upon which we need to survive upon which we depend and we must let go of old ways of working that are destructive there are systems and ways of working and doing business that exploit others and the environment we need to decouple from our attachment to rampant consumerism that drives this and we need to replace our self-worth or our success markers um, that are determined by ma- by material possessions or that are you know defined by money. We need to replace those. We need to let go of them. And individually, I think the reason why anyone would decouple from aspects of their identity is because you're called to do this and you just can't deny it any longer. You know, it starts out as a niggle. And for me, it was. You know, that was a niggle at the start of 2020 when everything was going swimmingly. Everything was going great. Great job. Great lifestyle. But I knew that there was something more and I knew that I wouldn't experience what that was until I let go of that which, you know, provided me with the, the, the safety and the comfort, relative comfort and safety. It's not what I wanted. I wanted something. I wanted to ch- test myself, to challenge myself. And so to step off that, off that bank was, um, was, was really important. And so you know it starts out as a niggle and a, a, a feeling like something isn't quite right and something needs to change and it grows and grows it builds and builds until until you you make that change and i believe that so many of you know so many of us like the vast majority of us simply don't know what to expect and it is by definition, unknown. But if you can have some awareness and understanding of the process, and not be freaked out by the unknown, and not be terrified by the pull of the swell or or, or the current in that river, um, that's inevitably going to take you as you let go, and be prepared for some of the rocks, be prepared for some of the, the currents and little eddies that'll you know divert you from where it is that you think you you should go, and as we learn to swim. Then I think that uh, this process of decoupling may not be as terrifying as it as it as it is, and so that's a little that's a little um, little context of 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 my experience, and I and I'm and I believe that everybody's going through this in one way or another. You know, we we're, we're we're decoupling from that which we took for granted, and I believe we're decoupling from that which no longer works, and. There are alternatives, and there are, um, there is, there is hope. Um, it's not a complete, you know, nihilistic letting go uh, into nothing. It's well, let's let's let go of what no longer serves as we build towards a future um, that is going to be better for 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 us all, at least um, for you. In whatever it is that matters to you, so um, yeah, that's just a little little riff on, on decoupling. And uh, as I said, it's an ongoing process; doesn't end. And so, um, continue to. Well, I, I'm continued. I, I am p- continuously provided with opportunities to to decouple from that which no longer serves me, and um, I'm always learning. And um, I hope that this uh, this experience shared is of value to you, and I hope that gives you some. Um something to have something to think about as you let go (laughs) I was going to say something to hang on to but it's not about hanging on it's about something to something to remember as you're as you're floating maybe being swept away a little bit um, but floating nonetheless um, i hope that your head is remains above water and until next time thank you for listening i appreciate you um don't forget to subscribe to the newsletter Uh, i talk about this topic and uh, a bit more detail and share some links and so on. And so, some pretty cool stuff in the newsletter happens each week. And um, yeah, share this episode with somebody you think might dig it. And as always, appreciate your feedback, appreciate your comments. Um, send me a message on Instagram, um, email. Um, it's hello at mikeylis.com is the email address. Until next week, take care, enjoy the letting go, and um, enjoy the free fall. it's a lot a lot easier on the other side than you think it might be. Have a nice week and chat soon.